We are talking with Michael Bradshaw of KM Collision. They have a hugely successful shop in Hickory, North Carolina. He spoke at the Southeast Collision Conference and basically shared with everybody what his processes are at his shop, how you can stop estimating and start repair planning. Check it out. Welcome to Body Bangin', your podcast for all things body. Auto body, that is. And now, introducing Body Bangin's host, Mickey Woods of Mickey Woods Marketing. Mickey is a former Auto Collision Center owner and is now a marketing and business development expert to shops across the globe. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Body Bangin' Podcast, where we are at the Southeast Collision Conference in Richmond, Virginia. Thank you to Lombard Equipment for being our wonderful sponsor. Been in business for over 30 years, selling new and refurbished equipment. And they're actually at the show right now. But today, we are talking with my most popular guest. This is the third time I've had him on my show, Michael Bradshaw with KM Collision. What's up, Michael? Just uh just hanging out here at the trade show, trying to take it all in. How are you? Yeah. You know, I'm good. I'm good. You're like a an old pro now. I yeah. you could probably be leading this at this point. I've got it figured out, I think. You know. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> So Michael is one of the speakers at the event, um, and you're actually not speaking until tomorrow, but you, what you're talking about, I think, is a really great topic. Uh, it's stop estimating and start repair planning. Love that. So yep. share with us what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, stop you know, stop, uh, stop estimating, start repair planning, blueprinting, you know, the, the, and the, the principle behind that really is kind of what I see within the industry is, is people really lack a, uh, a thorough process. Um, when it comes to the intake of the vehicle, the disassembly process, identifying, you know, all damages and operations and, and procedures necessary to, to repair the vehicle. Um, right. and, you know, that's something that I feel like we just do a phenomenal job in our shop, uh, mm. with. And so it's, you know, just been a development. Uh, over several years of really refining those processes when ours within our shop, yeah, and um, being able to document those and now share them with the industry and, yeah. and try to get the industry on that 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 same plan really because it's um, the the more you miss right and and you know this being a mm -hmm. former shop owner yeah supplements just create a ton of inefficiency oh um, yeah and and so what. What we really want to do is we want to we want to eliminate the inefficiency and we want to just do a better job of identifying everything that we need to identify on the front end. Yeah, I love that. So, in your class, are you are you actually sharing your full process that you guys have? Yeah, so we're walking through the that. process, uh, start to finish, uh, from the intake process, documenting you know unrelated prior damage, related prior damage, uh, our our repair research process, mm -hmm. how we photograph the vehicle throughout the the, the different repair phases, right. how we create our estimate. I mean, we're we're wow. basically opening up the entire playbook. So I love it. You know, yep. I was just talking with somebody earlier, an attendee, and he was saying like so long in our industry, we've looked at other people like competition. 
where now it's actually, we're all in this together. And the more we can share, the better we can all be. And I feel like what you're doing with this and being so open and transparent is so powerful in that. Because like, what do you have to gain from it? (laughs) You know, like, Um, what are you getting out of it? But you're really helping. Yeah, I, I just, you know, I think it, it challenges it challenges everybody to be better right yeah. and yeah. and you know in the same way as i'm doing the classes or i'm sharing these ideas with others and they're asking questions sometimes that helps maybe refine a process for me yeah. too you know so i i yeah. think um you know just just the chance to sharpen one another is totally. is really worthwhile to me and um you know so it's it's an actual vehicle that we repaired in our facility so it's not oh, okay I think that's the unique thing about this class is um, there are a lot of great estimating classes in the industry that I've, you know, been fortunate enough to be able to attend over the years. Yeah. But most of those are, are you know, they're more, um, you're more talking about the theory of the processes, right. right? Where we're basically giving you a step-by-step walk through our entire repair process for this specific vehicle, identifying all the information for that vehicle, showing how we would document that with the carrier, how that translates to the uh, the estimate or repair blueprint. And, right. you know, really focusing not only on, on shops being able to get paid for those operations, but being able to document and instill <laughs> processes within their facility that ensures the technicians are performing those processes and and Good doing point. them in a proper manner. So Good point. Yeah. Well, and that's part of the which is kind of like I assume your position there is making sure there's the quality throughout and holding people accountable. Although I'm sure your team holds themselves accountable. And what does that look like then? Because I'm sure that's part of the process of holding each other and themselves accountable. Yeah, so we have um we just have uh, verification processes in place, you know, from one phase to the next. Yeah, we're we're really the the next person in the process is kind of responsible for mm-hmm. signing off on on gotcha. the prior process, and it gotcha. it's just you know it creates a checkpoint. Um, yeah, and it's always better to have you know two sets of eyes on something than one because I mean, hey, we're we're all human and yeah. everybody has the best intentions, but sometimes, you know, you you may forget something and and the next person will pick up on that. So right. you know, that's a big part of it. And um and the other part, you know, we've we probably got on average of between 150 to 200 photographs in our repair folder by the end of the job. Wow. And so that also helps kind of instill those verification processes, right? So yeah. as the files being closed, as the as the the final billing is being completed, we've got photos to document all that, not only to ensure that we did it right, mm-hmm. but you know, many times there may be something minor in the repair process that comes up mm-hmm. that hasn't been accounted for just mm-hmm. because it wasn't clearly outlined in a repair right. procedure or it, it was an unknown. So having the ability to go back and compare that to the repair blueprint and adjust accordingly for those additional operations. Right. Absolutely. Well, gosh, you make so many good points. Um, You're talking about supplements and what a a waste they are, how frustrating they are. So when you're teaching, when you're teaching the class, what you're doing in your shop is that you're, are you doing complete teardowns on everything before? So you don't, do you give anybody preliminary estimates? Um, not really. So essentially we we sell the customer on the repair process, on the blueprinting process, the efficiency um of that process, right, and and the inefficiency of an estimate, 
We know yeah. an estimate's not going to be accurate. A, because we, in most cases, all the damage is not going to be exposed. Right. In other cases, even if you can see all the visual damage, there may be some one-time use parts or things that, right. that are going to break during disassembly, as well as the repair research, right? That's yeah. a crucial part of outlining what needs to be done to the vehicle. Right. And it's not realistic to complete that in a, you know, a 15-minute visual, yeah. you know, yeah. driving estimate. So we're really not in the business of writing repair estimates. Um, and, you know, there may be a case where we may write something super simple just to get a customer's claim process started. Right. Um, really the start of the start of our process, you know, we want to get that authorization from the vehicle owner and maybe the insurance company has completed a, a preliminary estimate. But our process starts from checking in the vehicle, pre-measuring the suspension, performing the pre-scan. Then we're going to visually map that vehicle and mm -hmm. go straight into the 100% disassembly. Mm -hmm. And um, we really don't negotiate on that. Um, right. You right. know, because if, if we deviate from our process, it results in a bad outcome, not only for us, yeah. but, but, but more importantly for our customer. Yeah. Um, and, and we just feel like if we can do what we need to do, we're going to identify everything up front. The repair process is going to be much more efficient and the customer is going to get their car back in, you know, a, a timely manner versus. Yeah. Just doing a little here and there and, and continuing to find additional damage right. or processes that need to be completed. Right, right. Well, and I would imagine that really affects your cycle time and everything else because you don't have all these delays and delays and delays. Yeah. Or I'm sure you have some delays anyway, but how do you feel like that impacts overall flow? So with us, the a lot of the types of vehicles that we're working on, uh, you know, parts can be a challenge. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we're not... We're not repairing Toyotas and Hondas. Mm. We're repairing, you know, Porsches and Jaguars and Land Rovers and Lucids. Right. And so it, it's, it becomes more crucial to identify the parts at the front end yeah. because many times those parts are two to four weeks away as it is. Right. So where, you know, a, a traditional shop may have a little more leeway on a more common vehicle because they can get those parts in two to three days. If if we miss, we're setting that process back many times by at least a month. Right, right. And uh, you know, so that's that's just why it's it's really crucial. And we even get in a little bit in the course about the the parts processes and mm. how that's an integral part of you know the back end of the shop and ensuring that that there's something written in place and and a, a means of mirror matching because it's not just ordering the part. Right. It's yeah. making sure we receive the correct part mm -hmm. and that that part's verified and, and having that part ready when the vehicle's ready to be reassembled. Right. Now, what do you think is, uh, you know, the title, Stop Estimating and Start Repair Planning? Are you hoping that the industry as a whole gets away from this whole word estimate? Come yes. get your free estimate. Yes. Do you it's... hate it? <laughs> so, um, I do for, for several reasons. Um, you know, first and foremost, if we put a number down on a piece of paper as a repair professional and we give that to the customer mm -hmm. and then the customer drops their car off and that figure increases by two or three hundred percent once the vehicle's disassembled, once the repair research is performed, whatever, you know, may be involved in that yeah. repair or that process, it, it makes us look like we don't know what we're doing. Right. 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 And and so, you know, that's kind of the, the first part of it. You know, the second part of it is 
if you try to perform a more thorough estimate and a customer's price shopping mm. and they get an estimate that's not really thorough, it right. doesn't account for what's needed, but it's much less than yours. Yeah. They're going to, you know, they're many times going to go with the cheaper estimate, yeah. not understanding what, what the difference really is. So I just, yeah. I feel like as a shop, it does nothing but set yourself up for failure in, yeah. in more ways than one. And so we've made a big focus in our company to really educate the customer on the process, on why we're the best shop to repair their vehicle and you know why we don't do estimates because of the inaccuracies and the inadequacies that, that come with an estimate. It's just... Well, you know, and it it's really is an estimate. It's work. a guess. It, it's, yeah. yeah. It's just a it's guess. It's a guess. It's somewhat yeah. of an educated guess. And so, and and the problem is the consumer, they don't know better, so they're hanging their hat on it. Like, mm. oh, that's what he said it was. Well, it's an actually, it's it's a, like you said, it's, it's a guess. So I agree. I think the industry in general needs to switch thinking. And I think that's part of what gets us in trouble with insurance companies. Like, oh, here's our estimate. Like, no, it's not our estimate. These are our repair costs. Yeah. And I think, you know, what I, what I would be much more in favor of as an industry, and I think where we need to go is, you know, we know with, with a good amount of certainty when a vehicle comes in, you know, for, for a drive-in inspection, if it's going to exceed, say, $2,000 or $2,500, right? And right. I would like to see the industry identify, you know, on some form that, that the vehicle is damaged and the damage is going to exceed $2,500. And based on the manufacturer repair requirements, the vehicle needs to be disassembled. OEM repair research needs to be completed and pre-scans need to be completed. Because yeah. that's the only way we're going to be able to, to accurately identify the damage. Yeah. And that puts the customer on notice. That puts the carrier on notice. And now we can all start you know, from, from an understanding of what's going to happen throughout that process. Right. Well, and then you're then you're coming from in a place of education yep. versus this guessing place. So like you said, it shifts the perception. Aren't we supposed to be the experts? Now we're coming from a place of let's get educated because you don't know what it's going to cost you until you can pull those the OE procedures anyway. And then all right. the parts and that, like you said, it can't happen in 15 minutes. Right. And then, you know, again, another really important aspect in today's world is the pre-scan. You know, the pre-scan yeah. on these vehicles are going to identify a lot of unknowns yeah. that, that are not going to be identified by, you know, your yeah. estimator Joe going out and walking around the vehicle. <laughs> right. Right. So. right. Yeah. Good point. Well, I'm excited for you. I would, So just so y'all know, Michael's class is an hour and a half. This thing's like 15 minutes. <laughs> I know you want to hear more, but we don't yeah. have an hour and a half to get into all of it. <laughs> so um, the the cool thing is, unfortunately, so I'm actually going to be teaching this class um, at SEMA for the, oh. the Repair Driven Education Series coming up uh, this nice. year. So, you know, for anybody that that wants to learn more, SEMA is a great opportunity. We've got a long way till we're there. So you got plenty yeah. of time to to plan, right? get your flights, get your hotel arrangements. I mean, I, I think uh, people are going to be really excited when they see our our repair-driven education slate that, that we're doing with the Society of Collision Repair Specialists this year. That's awesome. I don't know if you know, but I will be... Having a class that's there right. Too. I, I did know that. So uh, <laughs> that's we're, we're, we'll we'll have another podcast and we'll talk about that. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. That, then like you it. can interview me. Okay. Deal. Okay. Deal. Done. All right. Well, 
Michael, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you. I know it's the end of the day over there and uh, you're getting ready to shut it down. Actually, you're That's probably right. ready to turn it up. You're about to go out to dinner. and That's what we're doing. Loose. We're yeah. turning it up. <laughs> Let's it's Friday. Real. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure as always. Yes. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Body Being and Podcast. And thank you to Lombard Equipment for being our generous sponsor. And we will see you all next time. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, make sure you hit the subscribe button. We have some incredible topics and guests coming your way you will not want to miss. If you are watching on YouTube and don't want to miss the latest and greatest, you'll want to hit the bell after subscribing so you will get a pop-up each time a video podcast goes live. To our devoted fans... Would you mind paying it forward and sharing this little gem with someone else you think may benefit from it? Much love from all of us here at Body Bangin', all things Autobody.